0: Good morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. This morning, we are in Proverbs 18, looking at verse 5 through 6. So, let's say a word of prayer and get started. Father, thank you for this morning. Be glorified as we study your word. Teach us something new today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so, 5 and 6. These are some fun ones here. Very short, short practical statements. A little bit shorter than What we normally look at here we got more leadership wisdom from king solomon more judicial um wisdom i guess you could say so solomon he he was judge for a lot of a lot of cases in the kingdom and and he you know would have to decide who was in the right who was in the wrong in a lot of different situations as part of what made him such a good king is because he was really good at it he was he was wise enough to weed out uh, deceit and deception among the people um, he was you know facing a trial for so he, he was smart he was smart so verse 5 says it is not good to be partial to the wicked or to deprive the righteous of justice what is he talking about here? Well, when you are in a position to to act as judge in a case between two people um, or a, you know, the state against a person who's maybe you know committed murder or whatever, you need to be objective about the situation. You need to view it from the position of right and wrong and not let, um your own personal feelings because you might know the person or know something about the person affect your decision-making okay now what do we mean by that well for example someone's done something wrong their own trial a judge knows that this is a famous person a well-respected person or a person who has a lot of money so they are real they take it easy on the person because of that That's wrong. That is wicked, according to Solomon. If you are guilty of something and you are found guilty of it, you should receive the same punishment as if you're you're someone who has no money or someone who has no reputation and no respect, okay? And the same goes for someone who's of low status. You should give them the same amount of reflection and investigation that you would someone who is better well-known, okay? All people are equal in the courtroom they should get equal treatment okay that's what I mean they should get equal treatment alright and that is what Solomon is saying here and Solomon probably had to face this situation numerous times as king he had to look the people that he knew well were respected in society and then people who weren't known well and he had to be objective in both cases and give equal treatment um in, in um, dealing with that situation and we need to be that way as well leaders in the church need to be that way other people need to be that way when we look at people we don't need to um base our position off of the materialism that that person may be linked to the material things of the world we need to be judging the character the character of the person okay that's what is important a lot of people say well we're not supposed to judge we're not supposed to judge yet Yet, I mean, it's part of society. It's, we all do it each and every day. And the Bible never says, don't judge someone else. you got to look at the context of the passage that says, don't judge. Because if you read the rest of it, Jesus says, don't judge, lest you be judged, right? Okay, most people stop there and they don't read anymore. He says, first, look at the plank in your own eye before removing the speck out of your brother's eye. You, you hear what he says there? He never says you cannot judge. He says first, make sure you are right and you are being objective in the situation, which is what Solomon's talking about here. Make sure that you are clear of any distractions from looking at the situation in, in the proper way. Make sure you've removed any sin yourself out of your own heart before you go telling someone else who's doing the same thing to stop doing it, okay? But it does not say you cannot judge others. It actually tells us we can. It says remove the, the plank out of your own eye, then you can remove the speck out of your brother's eye. Then you can judge and hold them accountable. Okay, We do it all the time in society. We just have to be wise in how we do it. Not hypocritical okay, and not playing favoritism. But we do. We judge each other all the time. We all do it. the bible never condemns it it tells us to do it in the proper way the proper way okay verse six says a fool's lips walk into a fight and his mouth invites a beating (laughs) this one just this one just made me laugh now there's a lot more depth to it On, on on the surface on the surface pretty much what solomon's saying is don't let your mouth write a check that your body can't cash <laughs> okay that's another way to say this statement and so often if you have seen someone who is short-tempered they are quick to to speak and they're quick to have a temper when the Bible says be slow to speak and slow to become angry they're the opposite and they they get themselves into a physical altercation real quickly over something that is just so unnecessary so unnecessary and they walk into a situation where they they get themselves hurt. And we see that happen often, we see that happen often. But even stepping back from the physical altercation aspect, which is never the answer, that is never the answer. The only time you need to have a physical altercation is when you directly need to protect yourself physically because you are getting attacked or someone else is getting attacked is in danger their life is threatened or great bodily harm is threatened then you get in the middle of it and physically protect him that is the only only time that you ever get into a physical altercation otherwise it should never get to that ever never ever get to that now a wise person will know how to use his words to diffuse tempers to diffuse anger to prevent a physical altercation okay and that should be your goal as a christian whether you disagree or you're upset about something or not your goal should be to diffuse and have a mature competent conversation with the person okay and agree to disagree And not take it so personal that it gets into a physical altercation. And I'm sure Solomon saw this numerous times as a leader. He saw people just let their mouth get them into so much trouble. And uh, they were fools and they just walked right into a fight. And then you end up causing bigger issues that are longer lasting. Okay? So be smart. Be wise. Use wisdom. All right? Be loving to others. Diffuse Diffuse the fire, put it out before it rages and gets so so big that it's out of control. All right, and then it can't be put out. Diffuse the situation, calm things down, work through them with words. Okay, work through them with words. It's a simple, simple practical statement there. And that's true in any situation, and it's so true within the church, within the family, in the household, within a workplace. It's always the smarter thing <clears throat> to do. Use words. Use words. All right, some good stuff here. Some good things uh, to learn from and to glean over and to reflect upon. Be righteous. All right, reflect God's justice by being objective in in decision-making about people. And use your words to diffuse situations. Never get into a physical altercation. No point in getting upset and getting mad and holding grudges. Work against that. Fight that because that does not reflect the two greatest commandments, does it? Love God with all your heart. Love others. All right? We want to diffuse any opposition. We want to diffuse any anger and bitterness and resentment. We want to get rid of that. That is how we love God and love others. All right, thank you for joining me this morning. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God. Take care. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.